Turn it up. To Cleveland. This is how shit gets caught in my head. <laughs> right. oh, oh my god. Okay. You know I've been. You know that has been in my motherfucking head. And you know I'm sitting there at work, and I was like, "What is this shit?" I'm like, "Okay." Then I'm sitting there like, "Don't come at me. Don't come at me." I was like, "What?" Okay. Anyway, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. How's everybody doing out there in all out in the lives and the YouTubes and the Vox Waves lands and everywhere else? I'm telling you now, don't come in me. Good evening. Today is April 24th. Don't come in me. 2019 National Don't Come in Me Day. Shabbat Shaquita. Right. So that's where we are today. That's that's how we're doing it. So, welcome to the BGKH show. Um, again, today's April 24th. Uh, this is Dominion. I am Epic. Hey. We welcome you guys into our studio, into our lives, into our week. And we're saying, hey. don't come in me. Right. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, there won't be a lot of that this weekend, so, though. So, um, that gets us right into the BGKH. <laughs> what does that stand for? Uh, now, I did some research. Okay, all right, all right. So what what did you, what was, what, what did you find out with this research? So uh, Chinese Google told me that the B stands for uh, bagels. Bagels? Bagels. Bagels, greens, kale, and hummus. So that sounds like that's on that's the, more like the Middle the Eastern. Veggie, yeah, that's more the, that was more Eastern. the Middle Eastern Google. Okay, Even but I did I did you know you know you got you know with that uh, what is it um, acronyms.com. You know I saw an alternative one that said the B was for Bama's. But you know what? On today, on April twenty fourth, National Don't Come In Me Day. Yeah, we can make that Bamas. We'll sit. We'll wait. We'll make that Bamas. <laughs> that was a Bama. We, we're gonna we're gonna make that Bamas. That was them Cleveland Bamas right, right there. Because so the, you know that is that is apparently everybody in Cleveland knows that song because I had never heard it before. If I if listen, <laughs> if we like, tune in, it was we like pull in into my Cleveland. Head. I'm in the and I t- we turn the radio on. I hear. Listen, I don't think it'll be on the radio, but. It might be. You might hear. Yeah. You might hear rolling. You know, in someone's car as we, she's rolling might, down the street. I mean, might, Let me tell you, I'm just in a meeting with the general, and I'm like, "Don't call at me, don't call at me." I'm just like, mm, "There you go, mm, don't come at me." But <laughs> for real though, the B stands for Bamas, Black Bamas. Okay, so we're on. So it's, it's okay. All right. Okay. All right. What's the G? 
So the G stands for honey. It is all about the gays, honey. The gays, the honey. Gays, the gays. Honey. As my good friend Michelle would say, the gays, honey. <laughs> <laughs> the K? Kinky. So, so, you know, I wore my, you know, one of my favorite shirts, you know. Kinky, you know, kinky people have to be educated. So, you know, so, this right. is what you shows you where the, the bladder, bladder is and the prostate okay. and the asshole. asshole. So this, right in here, they, mm -hmm. there's no coming inside of here. Inside right, of here. right. You see the so finger. there's a finger, but there's no coming finger, inside of you know, it's, there's you know, nothing inside it's, of there. Hits the the prostate, which is just below the bladder. So right. that's why some people don't pee when they get excited because you know there's that connection. The, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. prostate is the muscle mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that holds the entrance to the bladder closed. So okay. you know it's kinky. So when you know what you're doing, you know you can you know. Make but then this happen. is this is also the vodka dipper, and then this vodka, is, right the, this vodka, is dipper. the vodka dipper. This is, you know, the the, the pre fist. Okay. All right. So, you so, know, yeah, so it's, it's a lot. lot. It's, yeah, a, it's lot. a lot. It's but a that, lot. That's it's what lot. the K stands for, kinky. And you know what? That's about half of the species that we call human. Well, listen. And that's where we, yeah, that's, that's where we are today. So, <laughs> our producer's like, what? National Don't Come to Me Day. That's, that's where we're at right now. So, um, so listen. So, how, how was your week? How was yours? Because mine is well, still going Well, mine on. was. Mine was low key. So first, I want to give a shout out to uh, a friend of the show, Larry Gre Larry Greer, who lives out on the West Coast. Back when, remember when we had uh, when that girl tried to come for me and I had to let her have it, and she called me a beastly burly black bitch. Well, Larry had the foresight to uh, buy the domain because it was like two dollars or something. Okay beastlyburlyblackbitch.com and he was like you should take it you should take it i was like i'm not really fully utilizing the website that i have now so what would i do with beastlyburlyblackbitch.com and he said you know what Anything you, you should ask do. your friends and fans of the show so i'm asking you what should i do with beastlyburlyblackbitch.com what kind of content should we have there hmm. so Get back to me with that. You well, know, listen, you can email me you, and at you can even dominiononyx call, at gmail.com. And you know what else you can do? You can call into the show. You can call in right now if you have any questions. 240-719-2560. One more again. 240-719-2560. So just call in So I look forward know. to that. Yeah. So, um, you know, I decided, you know, I don't know. I've been on this kicking cook lately. So I was like, uh, you know, uh, one of our... Cooking kick. Kicking cook. What did I say? A kicking kick, cook. cook. Yeah. Uh, a like cooking you, kick. You're yes. a little excited about kicking somebody this weekend. Oh, I'm, I'm excited like, yeah, about you, a lot you, of things. Yeah. But uh, so um, instead of going out to dinner, because you know one of our brothers was in town, I, you know, I invited ah, a few sorry. people over for dinner. So, some of whom didn't show up. Listen. Yes. Yes, I did not. Um, I, I'll touch on that in a second. Okay. I figured you had something to do, you know, but it was important to me. That's why I invited the people that I invited because I knew that for various and sundry reasons, they wouldn't going to be able to be with their family either because they were uh, not here on this plane of existence mm -hmm. or because they had certain medical challenges. And, you know, right. sometimes these holidays can be, you know, kind of crazy. And so. that's pretty much where I was, to be yeah. quite honest. I figured I, I figured was, as I much. was a little bummed out with that because it was it was just it was very weird and it not even I remember my Easter's as a kid being around the whole family and all that stuff but I was mm -hmm. really kind of bummed out um, plus I just had some other just yeah. personal stuff shooting through my head but um, 
Yeah, so I just cooked. I, you know, so I felt like uh, Gloria from <laughs> when the exhale. I was like, oh, we just got a pot roast, a couple of slices of ham, some mashed potatoes, some green beans, some broccolini, carrots, and shallots. And I just made a little, I just made individual key lime cheesecakes with a raspberry coulis. You, you know, just you, a little and something. And you still didn't make no collards, right? No. Because I decided to do all of this a Saturday night into Sunday morning, and you know the 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 collard selection and the and the kale selection was a little scarce. It wasn't about kale. Well, it it was, about, it's always about the kale. It was about collards. Always about kale. Anyway, you go. You was gonna eat it. That's what you was gonna do. I was gonna do so like I came up with yes. Yeah, you was gonna eat it. You was gonna eat it. You were gonna eat it. Okay. <laughs> And you know, so the little cheesecakes were good. You know, I'm perfecting my little cheesecake recipe, so that worked out uh, really well. Uh, so I want to give a shout out to our hey Michael, uh, give a shout out to our pledges who had uh, an extremely successful bar night. I'm not going to say the number because that's that's none of y'all affair, but I will say that it is the most money ever raised by Onyx. Well, probably any chapter of this organization in a single bar night, not just event, but a single bar night ever. So, so that, that deserves, you know. Listen, I'm just happy they did, they had, they did a great, they, they, they were, it was an excellent job and some of the pledges, actually all the pledges, they, they stepped up. Um, there's always some, you know, some people that, that stand out and that shine. So right. um, shout out to all of the, the, the entire line who did, uh, who did their thing at the Eagle. So I was the very happy. The Nine, they're called. I, I was very happy with them. I think they did a great job. Um, it was a great event, and um, it was fun. Like, it, yeah, it, was, I, it, was, it was. I had fun. a really good time because you know sometimes I was you know like half of the time you know I'd be all I'd be all excited and geeked up for the bar night until like an hour beforehand. I'd be like, girl, you know I could just like I'm here tired. If I take this shoe off, listen, because I'm tell you, I'm gonna tell you what happens. This left shoe. Mm -hmm. If I sit down, I take this left shoe off. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'll be good until 7.30, then, like, quarter to 8, you know, then I was like, all right, 8 o'clock. So, let me just, if I, if I get in that bed and be like, you know, I'm just going to lay down for, like, 15, 20 minutes, like, it's over for me. That so, I kept it devil. moving. So, I kept it moving. So. That is the devil. That is the And devil. then, um, also, shout out to my little brother, Orion, who celebrated his, is celebrating his 40th birthday all month long, but his Listen. actual birthday was uh, on Monday. So shout out to him for turning 40. Listen, and that thing was partying. So oh, all shout, weekend long. Yeah, all weekend long. Like shout out because that was a great. And shout out to your um, your close friends that invited us out uh, to their home in Mitchellville. Yes. Um, so were they were partying amazing. Somebodies. They were partying. Yeah, and very gracious. Um, we were and very they know how to make a drink. Too. Yeah, like this punch. This punch. Like, listen, uh, Spill It Boy, are you on here? Listen, this ponch, it was a ponch. It was like a ponch. It, like, was, it was delicious. Yeah, it was a ponch. Mm -hmm. It was a ponch. But, um, yeah, it was it was a great time. So congratulations to him, and I'm glad he's celebrating all month. And I'm actually looking forward to that myself. So yes. I'll be celebrating. But we got time for that. So anyway. And uh, then this weekend is Claw. <sighs> oh, and also Avengers Endgame, which I'm also, I got my tickets for Monday. For when we get back. I got a ticket for me and my sister. I posted in the group uh, where we was going, what time we was going, and what seats we were in. So you can get tickets, seats on you and uh, Spectre can get seats on either side of me and my sister. That's how we doing it now? Okay. What, I was supposed to buy the tickets for you? No, no. I love Kendra. I, mm -hmm. Listen, Kendra can, I, I love Kendra. Kendra, listen, 
but I'm just saying at some particular point, like you, I mean, you know, you put it in the group. I mean, but you know, I'm sitting right here next to you. Like, I mean, every week. Now you know. Oh, that's and how we're doing it now. The more you know, shooting star. That's how we're doing it. Okay. All right. All right. Oh yeah, like you always invite me out when y'all go out for drinks and cocktails and shit. I have not gone out for drinks and cocktails and and uh, and and, and, uh-huh. not, and not invited you. So let's be clear. About okay. That. Receipts. Receipts. Let me go to the file called screenshots. Anyway, so how was your week? Um, oh, and then I had this in, uh, just last thing. I had this interview, right? So, you know, normally I'm like, I go in there and I'm like, hello, everyone. I am government name. I am so happy to be. Let me tell you how, like, for I woke up Tuesday morning. My stomach was like, ooh, <laughs> not because I was sick. But I have just never been so nervous because, let me tell you. So, you know, working with, with government people, right? All you got to do is show up. <laughs> like being a contractor to me, you know, if you if you know how to do Excel halfway decent, they're like, oh, my God. It's like you could. It's like magic. Here's your crown of thorns. <laughs> they're right. You know, they're like you are a genius. Yeah. And you know, so the bar for me, my whole career. It's not to say that I haven't had tasks that are difficult, but it's not been anything that has been like out of my wheelhouse or out of my skill set. So, like this job was as a senior program manager for United Airlines, standing up an entire infrastructure at Dulles Airport. So this is mm. private sector. So this, right. you know, they, you, if I come in there and be like, let me show you how I can do this thing and they said, they'd be like, like it's Excel. I mean, bitch, everybody's supposed to do that. Can you run this computer system over here that's on this whole wall? That's what, that, can we do, can you do that? Right, so that was why, why I was nervous because yeah. I was, and then they gave me, like the company that set me up for the interview gave me like five pages of notes and background and shit. Oh, and wow. I get, and I'm just reading through this. I'm like, <sighs> And then I guess it was a phone interview. So I get to the phone interview. We talked for like 20 minutes. It was cute, or at least seemed cute to me. We'll see what they say. So it was all in my head. So, but we'll see. Maybe I should have been more, I should have been more nervous. But let's put it this way. The pay increase was, was, was. It's worth the nerves. This is, when I say bump me into a new tax bracket, I mean, this was like it was so you know it was I, like a forty percent pay increase. I mean, so so you need to be a little bit more nervous. Did you call them back and see if they? Did I it? don't. I just okay, yeah. So I'm you know, the next round is in person interviews. The only thing that really is not I'm not feeling at all is is at Dulles. So I would have to commute out to Dullas. The every amount day. of money that they're pay, that they're talking about. Well, I've, to pay I've already looked at studio apartments near Dulles. It's so like, let's. This is what we're gonna do. We can we can do this. Oh, I've side, all, yeah. literally, I was like, okay, thousand dollars, twelve thousand dollars. This pay increase. I still, even if I, even if I paid my mortgage and paid this every month, I still would be, you know, good. So then that'd be like not even your boom boom room. That'd be like your boom boom location. Not yeah, but you gotta either. find somebody to boom boom all the way out in Dulles. You're also getting people off of the flights. They're flying into town. True. I mean, see, I'm this is why. Saying. See, this is why I'm I just fuck saying. with you. Like, I mean, come on. And then I can play my favorite song. Don't come in there. Don't come in there. And that's it. You know, this was doing the opposite of that, right? 
<laughs> so anyway, so how was your week? Um, so my week was, it's been up and down, up and down, up and down. For the most part, it's been really good. Um, it's some, some emotional stuff. Oh, we loves you too. Hey, hey Kendra. Um, it's been up and down, up and down. Um, you, you did. You don't be responding to text though, but we'll talk about that later. Lord have mercy. I, we're going to need you to respond to text and also call people back, Kendra. Right. Because we, we're not having to repeat anything. Right. Nothing. Sorry, I'm sorry. So I cut you off. I won't do that. Um, for the next five minutes. Okay. So, okay. So up and down weekend, uh, up and down week. Um, I was feeling some type of way on Easter, and I, I couldn't quite shake it. I, I mm -hmm. think it was, um, it was part uh, family and um, where I am in my life type of con like not conversation, but thoughts that I've been, that I've been having. And I was really feeling some type of way, um, and I just I really decided I just wanted to be by myself. Mm -hmm. And um, it was good to actually just have that moment and kind of get through it and not have to smile through it and not that I ever have to smile through it with, with anybody and, and certainly not with the people that I, I choose to surround myself with because they already know what's going on but I just felt like just being 100% authentically mm -hmm. alone and whatever feeling I was or whatever mood I was in which was very melancholy and very just uh, it was just all over the place mm -hmm. but um, but anyway it also be, was the beginning of a very busy week and an exciting week for me. And so far, it's been interesting. I've had some challenges at work mm -hmm. uh, with our programs and stuff speeding up. And so I'm kind of on top of that. But I'm also trying to plan and trying to do covert stuff because I also had an interview. How'd um, that go? So it was a, this was the This is third, like the 12th interview. Right? right. Like, I felt like they need to put me on payroll. <laughs> um, so I did like or a. Or at least reimburse you for yeah, all like, this travel this and travel, shit. Yeah, like this travel, this gas. And, uh, I need some breaks. Like, come on. But we're not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, the first one was a Skype interview, which was great. Mm -hmm. um, meanwhile, I couldn't see not near person on that damn thing because I told you about my glasses. I couldn't see that. Mm -hmm. um, then they called me back for a second interview. I went in for the in-person interview. And, we again, we had a conversation about, you know, you play to your strengths in interviews and, and, uh, and the people that you meet. So, apparently, that went uh, well. Mm -hmm. And so they called me back for the third. And so I met today with the person that would be basically – uh, my boss and then the colleague mm. um, that I'll be working with directly and um, it made me realize on top of this week because I'm thinking about a lot of different things just in life and trying to reprioritize stuff I don't know if it's this time of year but it made me realize when I met this man that we literally have similar resumes and what the hell did I not do to not be where he is um, or is this my season or is this my reason to, to get to this particular place? So I'm just thinking about that sort of stuff. But um, so anyway, with that interview, it was great. Um, it's a, uh, we're, we are at a point where apparently I'm one of the last three mm -hmm. for this interview. So we'll see how it goes. I, I, I'm, I used to have this thing where I would say where I thought interviews went well, um, I did, they apparently didn't go well and I didn't get the job or if I thought that the interview went bad and I got the job, I don't even know where the hell I am at this particular point. I feel like I'm a little Remember, rusty. Remember, you got a job. so Oh, yeah. absolutely. So let me be very thankful about that. If I, I have a job, so I'm not. But I think the part of me is a little anxious and kind of looking mm -hmm. forward to the opportunity yes. um, to start something fresh, to start something new, and to try to see what it is I can do. And I'm just thinking of some other long-term plans mm -hmm. about that. So Because this also would be a, a, an increase, and I could actually think about doing some other things. Yes. Um, like paying the crap that I have to pay right now. But mm -hmm. um, 
but anyway, so that's that was exciting, and um, so it's, it's been a, it's been a great week so far. Um, looking forward to Claw this weekend. I also didn't even I forgot Endgame was we're in Endgame season until I saw the post, and I was like, oh yeah, I gotta buy tickets for that too. And I'm like, okay, we had a we lost a, um, a, 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 a the Onyx brothers lost a family member, a, a mother of one of our Onyx brothers passed, and so mm-hmm. I'm kind of bummed out that I won't actually be able to be there for that. So um, my sympathies go out to um, the family. Um, and uh, but you know trying to all maintain it and keep it together and I had a very good conversation with a colleague of mine that I bumped into today Mm -hmm. um, at the interview and um, it's amazing how we are in the same age bracket and we're going through some of the similar issues she's talking about how her mom has Alzheimer's and so she just found a place for her Mm -hmm. uh, last year we were talking about just going back and forth so she was sharing some of her stories about her mom and how her mom was saying it People were in the house with her. People were talking to her. And mm-hmm. I'm, so I'm laughing because I'm like, this is the same stuff. So meanwhile, we were just going back and forth and just catching up on that. But it was it was just good to hear. And I was like, listen, we, we got to do this support group thing and, and kind of work it out. But again, yeah. we, we you know, it's just amazing that we're all in this particular place. But we were at, on the same page when it comes to these um, assisted living places. Like the places she's in, I was like, jeez Louise. Like we, the, these costs are just Maybe this is my third my third life experience and right, or just, like my third job experience. I need to be doing that and providing for this because this is they are making and some, some of money. them are some are real janky. janky. Yeah, like they janky as hell. But, but their price tag are the like pr- right. The price the tag does not does not justify the level of jank. Like I, I the one place that I saw it I thought was absolutely fan intact. It was just fantastic. They wanted ten G's a, a month. month. Mm. Ten G's a month. What? That's 120. Are you kidding me? Like, listen, (laughs) listen. Now, it's one thing if I had it to pay, but 10 G, that's a lot of freaking money. A lot of that, you know, the the prices being driven by, you know, there's um, a continuing need for elder care. Yes. And, you know, insurance pays for some portion of it, but. You know, well, well, no, because with assisted living, that is a that is a, 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 a out of pocket cost. That is not something that's covered by assisted by oh, Medicare okay. and insurance. Because it certainly didn't cover for my father either, which I was shocked. And but what you can about. do is, for those of you that don't know, you can actually take out or do planning for that, where you take out. There's a specific insurance that you can take out where you're paying into it, and it can actually be used towards if that person ever needs to go into elder care or assisted living care. Mm. But most people don't think about that until it actually happens. Right. Um, so, of course, now, I, I, because I just found out, I was like, wow, you mean I could have paid for this through a third? But there is a there is a process that you can actually do where you're paying into something that way that you can actually use. Mm-hmm. Use all the, the benefits that you may have gotten. Like, I'm actually in this process now because my father was a was a veteran. I, need, I just found his discharge papers, and so now I have to have this conversation with the Veterans Affairs about possibly covering her costs because mm-hmm. that's a possibility because that's a benefit that's offered. So, you know, again, it's, it's a, this, this whole thing is a process and it's, it's, it's frustrating as hell. And I also had some drama from, I had some drama uncle? with my, with my other uncle. Oh. So, uh, I've had drama previously with an uncle that is my mother's brother. And now I'm having a drama with an uncle that is my mother's brother-in-law, but I'm a little annoyed, right? Because listen, you ain't even technically related, so you better back the fuck up. So we, but he's working, or trying to work in favor of his wife, which would be my mother's sister. Mm. And so I love her to death. However, the problem is we could have avoided all this if you, when I asked you years ago, did you want to take the house? 
I'm gonna leave it at that. So oh. I have this. I have right. So I have this conversation where I had to have this. Com- I had to have this conversation yesterday with my uncle because I'm getting these text messages. It's like, hey, did you check up on this? Hey, did you check up on that? Hey, did you check up on this? And I was like, I am at work, and if I lose my good, good job, nobody's checking up on nothing. So I need you to not text. Like, listen, you're retired. You have all the time in the world. I get it. I am not, and I don't even want to talk to you right now because I'm at work. I got shit to do. I, no. So I will get to it when I get to it. So, and this is not a priority for me, not right? Because I'm, I've already made peace with this, and I had to explain that to him. Like, listen, what you're asking me to do, I'll do, but relax. I'll get to it. Don't ask me no questions. Mm-hmm. And he's oversimplifying it. Well, this is all you got to do. You all got to do this. If you want to take this process over, let me give you all the information that you need. Because you I, listen. Don't call me because I don't. No, I don't, don't want, want you to call. But I don't want you to call me. They but you want, want me that. to work for you. You want me to. So I, we're not doing that. But anyway, you know, nothing gets people excited more than a prospect of money or property that they didn't have to work for. And to be quite clear, and I hope, listen, I don't know what family member may be watching, what family member may not be watching, but to be clear, I need to state this. I absolutely want nothing to do with this particular piece of property. I am washing my hands of it. I've already resolved that it is no longer going to be anywhere in my wheelhouse of my concerns, mm-hmm. um, and I don't really care what actually is going to go on with it. So that's where I am. That's how I'm operating at this particular point because that's a stressor off of me yes. because I still have the stressor of that little 74-year-old that's looking at me like I'm crazy, but that's a whole other story. But anyway, right. um, but other than that, all is great. Um, it's been pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's been a, a decent week, and I, like I said, I'm looking forward to Claude's weekend. So, yeah, I'm going to be doing some volunteering and some stuff, so... Uh, listen, you do what you got to do to get to where you want to get and do what you got to do. So that's I bless your ministry because, yeah. you know, I don't volunteer because they always they always will want me to vol. I, I just know it. They would want me to volunteer right in the middle of when I got something hot going on or whatever. So I'd rather just pay. Yeah, you know, done. but now I'm on the staff. So yeah, sounds like uh, not staff, but uh, on the education, education. channel. So yeah, I'd I mean, already pay for a package. But, you know, I have a, a deserving home for it. Yeah. All right. So we'll get the drag race. That was like a little weighted. I thought you, that's not what I meant at all. I was like, that was a little weighted. No, you did have, I, I was giving you the package, and then you was like, well, I already I signed up to volunteer. I just, I just want so. to clarify. I just want to clarify, because you know we are human. I just want to clarify. Are you done now? Are you okay? I'm okay. All right. So uh, we'll we'll get to drag race Yeah, it's again, not really because that order. was... But let's, so, which one do you want to start on? Because they're, they're both ridiculous. I didn't know yeah. anything about this uh, transgender woman, so you can tell us about that. Oh, my God. So, um, so I, according to um, Essence. Essence, and I also saw this in, in, on Facebook at some particular point in time, but according to this Essence article, there was um, a young man by the name of Edward Thomas who was 29. He was arrested on Sunday for his, Sunday night, for his part in the violent attack of this 23-year-old transgender woman, Malaysia Booker. And this took place in Dallas in broad daylight. Now, um, according to this particular website, or another website, Refinery29, Thomas is facing charges of aggravated assault and had his bond set at $75,000. And it is for this beating, as I said. And gender identity, as I want to make sure I, I put this out here, is not covered under Texas hate crime laws. However, um, the police department is looking into the possibility of this um, because it's, it's a crime against trans folk. And so I just want to put that out there as well. But this attack actually started. Is she still alive? Yes. Okay, she, was just, she was just, she, she was, was beat, beat yes. but she wasn't killed. Okay. The attack began after Booker 
was reportedly involved in a minor uh, traffic accident at an apartment complex on that Friday. A verbal argument over the accident rapidly deteriorated, and according to CBS News, the driver of the vehicle pointed a gun at Booker and refused to let her leave unless she paid for the damages to the vehicle. Now, as a crowd gathered, as most most of these most of, most folks tend to do, he started feeling his oats and he offered two hundred dollars to beat her to anyone. Now, the videos that I saw of this particular incident were horrendous. They were kicking, stomping, beating. They were slinging her around by her hair. She was on the ground. They were stomping, and it was a mob of people around her, and they were filming this. That was already bad enough, but again, at the point that somebody offered $200 to beat somebody up, are you, are you kidding me? But then this is where this knucklehead decided that he wanted to take part in this attack. We're, it is 2019. Where's the humanity in anything? Like, whether she was wrong or not, but at this point, you can point a gun at somebody and then offer somebody else $200 to beat them up? Like, what? And then a, a whole mob attacks? And people are filming this. Like, you're filming this. This is where we are in 2019 that you're filming this, and you're, you're actually watching this go down. I'm, I'm, mm -mm. Now, eventually, after she took her look, took all of her licks, because there were several of them, because this video went on for probably about, I want to say, like, maybe almost three minutes that I actually saw, maybe, like, two and some change. Literally, somebody at the end like decided to help her and, 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 and get her out of this particular crowd and get her to safety, but that is a long time. And when I say she was drugged, she was drugged all around, slung all around. Like, it was ridiculous. Mm. Ridiculous. That's crazy. So, I, I mean, that's where we are in 2019. Like, I was, I was ashamed of that. Like, I was very, very ashamed of that because I was like, we, we, we're here in this time. That is, that's sad. It's absolutely sad. And her father um, was one of the people that they interviewed um, ab about this article. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you know, listen, she is, she's traumatized by this whole thing. We are, uh, uh, you know, on board with her. We are trying to press charges and we're trying to move forward because this just should not have happened. And so good for the, this family to, be, to surround her and be there for her at this particular point in time because it could have also gone left with that as well. But listen, this is a horrible horrible thing I, I i don't know i i, I just it, it bothered me it, it really bothered me. yeah i mean that's that's crazy it really bothered me but um on on the other side of of well i'm not saying the other side of, but in another time zone here in washington dc area <laughs> so people who live near howard university <laughs> by people i mean six f's Six F's seem to think that Howard University is... Is uh, someone going to ask, call in the ass with that? But okay. Uh, so in, uh, you know, FFFFFF is the color for white. No, no, I got you. But I'm oh, saying okay. if anybody, I was just trying to... Right. Right. So six F's. And, and, you know, because Facebook's algorithm does this thing now where if you, like... Uh, white nationalists can say nigger, they can say all kinds of other racial slurs, and apparently say on a platform, but if some black person says, you know, white people are crazy, then, then it's, a, it's, a, it's a problem. So a lot of people have taken the saying six, six Fs. Fs. 
So six Fs mostly, but mm -hmm. just just people new to the neighborhood in general. That's the key part of this entire article. Right. Let me be clear. So I mean, because there's plenty of of white people yes. who have lived in that neighborhood for, for 30, yes. 40 years. Yes. But these are new residents, most of whom are white, but even those that aren't are new to the neighborhood and have no investment in the culture of the neighborhood or anything. So they think of that beautiful green open space at Howard University as the perfect place to work out and run and for their dogs to uh, use it like a dog park and take shit and everything. So. Got you, Arnaz. Yeah. They interviewed, uh, uh, they interviewed this one guy who is, uh, this white gay guy who apparently lots of people that we know know. Are, yeah, are friends with him. I'm, I am not friends with him, but I was kind of. I've never seen him. He's a very generic looking white yeah. guy who's just with a long beard and, you know, look but, like ZZ Top's younger, slightly right. younger. But his Tumblr so. page is, was his Tumblr page. His Tumblr page, page was very it's, it's, it's cute. But, you know, I don't want to you know, give him any gas. Well, so. no, I'm not. But I'm just saying it was. I mean, it's not even going to mention, but I no. mean, he seems like the kind that would. I was on a BGK. You know, right, you see my Tumblr no, page? No, sugar. So anyway, so no, he said that we all have to live in this neighborhood together, and if they have a, a problem with how things are, maybe they should move the campus. And everybody was like, "So here's what? the so number one. Here's the issue. If if none of you have never been onto a any college campus, and specifically an HBCU." There is a part of that campus that usually is referred to as the yard or somewhere that's a, a sacred space for people to gather. Right. And what I mean by sacred space, meaning that some of the fraternities and soror most of the fraternities and sororities will have plots or areas on this yard because it's the place where everybody can be it's seen. It's places where you literally don't walk. And you just don't walk. And you're not. Like you could be walking down. Oh, here goes somebody plot. I need to walk all the way around that right. and keep going because you don't, you don't walk, walk over it. it. And and again, it is, a, it is one of those things where it is for that particular group or organization and or it is an area that is cherished on that campus. People of color, specifically African Americans, all those at HB, and you know those part of the reasons why some of these HBCUs were founded. Some are all. We do not have a great rep, a great uh, history with uh, dogs and abuse, and uh, so I, th this is a bad situation all the way around. And, and I can see how we can get worse. It was the height of white privilege to tell this university that has been there for 160 years yes. that they should move so that you have a place to walk your dog. And your 30-year mortgage ain't even got a dent in it. Go sit down. Right. So, Go sit down. And I the just... The interest alone in the ground that they own over there can pay your mortgage for the next... Right, because Howard University is a private university. It's not... I mean, not that there's anything wrong with public universities, but it's a private university. So I was always like, well... They should just tell people that if you're not a student, you can't come on the campus like that. And like a, private schools can and do do that. And I feel like if you if someone looks like a person that ain't supposed to be on the campus, that the campus police should be like, can you do you have a student ID? So there's there's plenty of problems with and that. And they actually, yeah. I, I believe the Howard University president has said that you know this is a private university and people who aren't supposed to be on campus could be uh, you know but, arrested for trespassing. Um, I don't think I I'm not I sure saw, if I I've read seen that, in that, like several that article. I don't know, I'm not sure if I because I, I remember him releasing a statement 
And it he was, released an initial statement, but yeah. then, like, in the last day or so, he's released a follow-up okay, statement. Okay, because it, it, so Howard's campus is, is unique. Well, not necessarily unique. It's kind of typical for a lot of city schools in that they are, um, if they're not in downtown area and it's an open thoroughfare where people can go through and um, there are still parts of it that are closed off. Mm -hmm. And that's where the, the yard is. It is a part that really, if you are not coming up onto that campus to do business with the, the university, it's, yeah, it's not on really, the periphery. You really you shouldn't even be there. You have to come up the onto of campus. The campus. To, to be there. So. In and fact, this is where they actually hold their graduation. This is where one of their most sacred things. It is always held right, on Mother's so Day. You, right, and, and now you, you got have people the, just wandering, wandering around through, yeah. randomly and, you know, jogging or walking their dog or leaving trash or whatever. And I just think like that's inappropriate. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, Harvard is in the middle of Cambridge, the city of Cambridge, but I just know that no one would be like, well, Harvard should move. Yeah, like they're they not, they're not, gonna, they're not gonna say that. The a community around University of Maryland would be like, well, they should move. And listen, and the problem with that is if any of these places move, guess what? They're picking up all their income and taking it with them. So you might want to think about that, uh, Mr. Uh, young, good Templar Page man. Youngish. Uh, yeah, youngish Templar Page man. Because again, if they decide to up and move, then guess what? Your property value is shit, which would actually be really interesting to see if, if, if they actually. You know, yeah, that, well, but I mean, that's never going to happen. It would be like a, a, a an interesting, it would be interesting thought exercise. Yeah. And so it was, oh, and let me tell you, his Instagram, Shut his down. Facebook, Shut his down. Twitter, all of that was in shambles because, yeah. you know, Cause they, they, I mean, because he, he put his whole, he's got like a hyphenated name, like Sean, it's like, his name is like, Listen, I'm not outing this dude. He, he, it was on Fox 5 News. His yeah. name is like Sean Grubbs Robichaud. And they spelled it out on, you know, on the Chiron at this girl. So the first thing I did was Google that, found his page. I mean, I wasn't friends with him, so I couldn't right. reply. And I didn't know exactly what I was going to do. Because, like, some people were like, well, I'm going to go on Instagram and report his photos. But as yeah, like a gay, kinky person... People do that to gay, kinky people all the time. You know, they prosecute their agenda by right. reporting your photos. And so while if I could have, I might have made a comment or said something, I wouldn't have just, like, like immediately how, taken a picture of him with his ass out and reported that. Just how because I'm, I support anyone's ability to, you know, share their nude body but it was more about what he had to say but yeah he's shut all of that shit down he's also on something called pick gear or pick it was I'm another not. website that i needed to do some research on because yeah, apparently that's where some freaks are so I, right so it's pick something i'll find out okay. you know i'll get the okay it's right. something yeah, so yeah so, okay. yeah so yeah, fuck that guy the caucasity that's what I'm gonna the, say. The amazing caucasity. And you know, this is just two blocks away from where uh, the people wanted the T-Mobile store to stop playing their go-go music. Now, get, let me be it clear. Is, listen, let me be clear. If you have never been to Howard's campus. Have, <laughs> I live in a residential neighborhood and I have called the police a number of times on people who are, you know, think that, right in front of my house is the best place to have their little impromptu street party at three o'clock in the morning. No, but a resident, but the corner of uh, 7th Street and U Street Northwest and Florida Avenue, because that's that intersection mm -hmm. where it all, you know, if you go up a little bit. So that is not uh, a residential part. That is a public Wait. 
commercial intersection. Cause that's Sixth or seventh? Seventh. Seventh. Okay, so yeah. if you go up the street to Howard yeah. University, that's seventh and becomes Georgia Avenue if you go a little further. Well, that's sixth, though. No, that's seven. Oh, that's, I'm sorry, you're right. I'm that thinking is seven. That's, yeah, where I'm Half just, Smoke is. Yeah. So right across from Half Smoke is where the T-Mobile store, and then yes. the other corner is the CVS. And so there's a big, probably way overpriced apartment building and condo building there where people are probably paying six or $7,000 to live there. And you want to live in the city because you want all of this shit, but now you now don't you want wanna, the culture yeah. there and you want to throw up but you knew this moving you, in. Right. You knew this moving in. Right. I mean, you know, you want to move to an ethnic neighborhood and then proceed to get rid of everything to make the neighborhood unique and replace it with faux ethnic restaurants. And you think that's culture like that. But that is not. I remember I, I went over to I was going over to uh, meet some people at the fireplace mm-hmm. and I took a. I took a turn down P Street, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed at the changes that have happened on mm-hmm. P Street. And I'm just, I was so amazed. And like, I'm laughing because. They, I mean, the fireplace is still there, but it used to be uh, Omega around the corner. Listen. What was the, what was the spot that was. Uh, the one up the steps? On. Well, that was a, well. That was the up the steps was the little Latin club, yeah, Fuego uh, or it, something like that. It was a couple different things. I'm thinking it wasn't Esquilitas. I think it was a Scandalo at one point. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then there's places. the yeah. one that is behind where the T T uh, the T shop is. Oh, uh, Apex. Apex. Apex yes, yes, yes. Which is a huge building. It is a huge building. They turned it into something. I need to make a note of that because I need to see if they they turned it into something. If that's space to. Uh... Yeah, yeah. So we we should we should check on that. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, so uh, fuck you, people coming into the city and wanting to change everything uh, about the city. So yeah, so yeah. you know what? Uh, speaking of which, you know, I was talking about how I was going to move. <laughs> Girl, how about having that new basement? Has you found a new appreciation perspective because everything that was annoying about my house. Like not having a space to sort of, you know, call your own little man cave or right, or just sort of lay out and have everything. Listen, I love that baby. If I'm gonna be there for like at least another, at least another year, maybe two or three, and if I get this job and I could have, you know, I could fix it up and you know, do something could, else, yeah, and put a little, you know, build a little flat space and put a little hot tub out back, which I have everything I need. Yeah, that's and true. the only thing I really well, need is so, to put a little liquid propane tank out back and get a new range, and then I can have my gas cooktop because that's all I really want. Every house I look for is just a gas cooktop. So your 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 house is your house is a cute house, and it's it's weird because a lot of people that I know that are, that live in these different neighborhoods, their houses are the are the are the newest or the ones that stand mm-hmm. out the most. Yeah, uh, our other brothers, uh, Gray and Cap, like their house like stands out. Yes. Like your house like stands out and has all these features. But it's a it's a cute space. It's a very cute space. Mm-hmm. So and actually it's huge because of all the activities that, that go on in there, the goddamn place is huge. It holds a lot. So I, I've actually that. also been thinking about adding a third floor. Wow. And like so like raising the roof and turning the entire upper floor into uh, a master suite. I was gonna say now that would like work. a walk in shower that's like the size of this room. I'm not, so I know someone that actually did that. That has not a whole, not that that large. But and maybe it pro- probably don't need. But it's beautiful. Probably don't because that's like 925 square feet, and that's it's a beautiful. lot. But I could definitely like bump out one side and add a dormer, and you know, add a. It space could be like a loft there. space for you or right. whatever. You know, you, you know. Now that I know what that's what that process is like mm. for for doing that, so 
anyway, so we'll skip over Michael Sam because apparently this story was not accurate about Michael Sam. He did apparently get hooked on cocaine and a few other things and, you know, some shit didn't go well. But the way the story was written it, was like an excerpt of a larger story that told a much more clear this, story. This one was, I was like, I don't really understand. Like you said, there was one line and that was pretty much it that, that you right. were. I was like, well, I, but, I, but okay. Right. So, RuPaul, Snatch Game at Sea. Listen. Let's be clear. One of the, the snatch game. Well, the the, the snatch game itself was terrible. Fa- is the, well, the snatch game is, is this so particular yes. snatch game was not very good. Well, there was one that's before that wasn't as good. That was one with Snooky and that was well, like that was right. like a shit show. Yes, but the snatch game is definitely a favorite of anybody that watches. And it's Drag always Race. surprising to me that they never tell you who you should or shouldn't do. So why do people always come in and do terrible? It's like it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's like you always know that you're going to have a challenge where you got to make over somebody or design to do something. Yes. So why haven't you practiced this? You know you're going to do snatch games. So why haven't you Brooke, Brooklyn? Because, you know, I love Brooklyn. But I was like, if you knew or thought Listen. that you was going to do your Celine Dion, girl, get 10 of your friends to sit there and do have them throw shit at you until your, you know, your uh, a lot of a lot of people that do drag, they start off doing character work where they're mm-hmm. they're doing someone or they're being someone, but many of them don't because they don't have to or they can't really see. But the, once you decide you're going to be if you're going to do this on drag race, this is a part of what you're going to need to do. So this is it's always coming. You need to right. figure out what it is, and it, a part of your audition is actually to do two characters mm-hmm. for the actual show. So, I mean, for the audition. So you already, I don't know who you may have done, Brooklyn, in your in, in your interview, but, like, mm-hmm. it, it clearly wasn't Celine. But it, right, let's talk about the look. So, so okay. Evie looked, like, I agree her with look you, was, was great, but her performance as Whoop, Whoopi it was, was terrible. Fl- it, it was, was all just, in her head, uh, and I could you could tell that, like, she thought that what she was saying was cerebral listen. and whatever, but it wasn't funny And then Rue was right on it. He was like, well, wait a minute. She said, well, I, these are the Oscars of all the shows that I have. The awards I have all I got, but nothing new. And she's like, but aren't you on The View? She's like, yeah, yeah. but I was like, weed. Feed in. He's giving you some lines. Feed Work with her. Work with her. But anyway. So Silky as T.S. Madison. I didn't think, I think that she, she was good, but that's damning with faint praise. She wasn't actually good per se, just a lot of other people were so terrible that an average performance was okay. Because I felt like she didn't really, she didn't really, other than the 22 inches and the nine inches, I mean, which she kept repeating over and over again, I felt like she could have taken that so much far because she didn't. She didn't make any effort to sound like T.S. Madison well, or say some other things. So we were talking about this. So Spillet Boy and I were talking about this as well. And he mentioned something about Nasty Big, about something about the underwear that you might have been talking about. I can't remember what the, the underwear. No, uh, no, 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 no. It's, uh, the website is called Pick Gear or something oh, like that. Oh, okay. Pick, oh, so that's something different. All right, never mind. Yeah, it's but, like a place where people post pics gotcha. and videos. Okay, so that's a little different. Nasty but, pics but, and videos. But here's the thing, um, uh, Spillet Boy. We were talking about, we, we were talking about this. And how um, T.S. Madison is a 
she's a personality, but there are things that she does say that is that is consistent. So nine inches, that's not her thing. She talks right, about see, things. Like, she talks she about things. Because I stopped watching her. Because she's talking like about 20, ten inches. If you don't have at least twenty-two inches, that's now you're that's practically right. bald. But the ten inches is, is for her because she's on that bigdickbitch.com. That that's right. her. Right, and then if she said style. if she had said like like if she had like touched the mic and be like. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Is this motherfucker on? She was, we were talking about this as well. She was just being silky. Like she was, right. and it was great because silky has a, a, and a, again, a great personality. Some but, of the other performances were terrible. She stood out. Yeah, she did. Brooklyn did. was terrible as yeah. Celine Dion. That she was a man other than the, the backward the suit. suit. And a you wouldn't even. You suit. didn't even really. Because you didn't really see the back, it just sort of read as a whatever. So I feel like if you knew who Celine Dion was, maybe. But a lot of these kids, because you think, remember, a lot of the show, people to watch the show are younger and yes. younger and younger. And that was like in 2002 or so, whatever. So there are people like. Like Aquarius age and younger, so you got to yes. start thinking that there are young people who would have no idea that Celine Dion, who the fuck is Celine Dion, right? Or sat, why and, would you know her for right. this? Right, yeah. and she never did like my, my heart will go on, listen, or you know, listen. and she's from Canada. Her French Canadian accent was terrible. It was more Jamaican than anything right. else. It was like Caribbean. <laughs> what are you giving? But speaking of like older people or or younger people not knowing who some of these older characters were. Um, Nina did a, a took a, a brave a, took a chance with um, the two characters that she did, which was shout out to her for doing two characters. Yeah. Um, she did Harvey Firestein from or, am I pronouncing his name right? Is it Firestein or Fierstein? Firestein. Firestein mm-hmm. um, from uh, what's the Torch Song, Torch Song trilogy. trilogy, and also Joanne Worley from the. Uh, she, uh, Hollywood Square, Hollywood Square, a couple different shows. 70s. Now these happen to be two of Ruth's favorite people, or at which least is one good. of them, which, which is, is good. So which means that even she's if done some of, research, none of them bitches in the audience got it. If you made Rue laugh, that's what counted. Right. Just like when uh, when Jinx did Little Edie. So if you but didn't the, know who Little the, Edie was, that that worked also because Nina, like Jinx, yes. made it funny. So you didn't have to so, yes. know. Who any of those characters were to be like? Who is this crazy? That bitch? is true. That is so absolutely true. I and even that Charo, worked. Sugar, when she Charo did Charo, was, was Sugar, hilarious. Charo was like Sugar did a great job with Charo. So I thought that was that, if Sugar could do this for the rest of the show, she might she, make it yeah, to the final four. Yeah. And, and listen, sh- shout out for, to Sugar's gown for because that, that little that, uh, that eggplant gown, everything. She was giving me Carmen Miranda. It was working. Yeah, yeah, All right, so. Good. Plastique as um, plastic as lovely Mimi. Yes, we've seen it before, but this was the best iteration of it. I think. Uh, I will. See, see, like uh, yes, I will cook for you. I will cook for you. Didn't T.S. Betty say so? I will cut you, ho. Listen, I thought that was funny. I, I thought that so was funny. It was funny the interaction, but I think for me, I was like, this. You're you're going to this 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 is your safety space. Mm-hmm. Like do something else. You've done that for. Black Panther, you've done that for uh, this, and you've done it for, it was something else that she did it for. It was a little bit different. But she, this is her third time you doing it. You know what is funny that a lot of the Asian characters keep doing these racial, because Gia Gunn did that same sort of racist Asian character, and I was like, well, okay. Because uh, let me tell you, if I ever got on there, and it was like, you should do Sambo. I'd be like, bitch, I will. Absolutely not. I will cut you up. Yeah, absolutely not. I, absolutely. So, like, that they keep, it's that these Asian character, Asian queens keep going to these racial stereotypes is interesting to me. Speaking of stereotypes or, or racial stereotypes, uh, the angry white girl, Vanjie. <laughs> that, that, that was, she didn't even, I mean, she didn't even say it until, like, the end. You just, oh, Vanjie. I mean, she was, I, I, Van- just, I just felt like, Vanjie. because. Vanjie. <laughs> <laughs> because that is the only thing that she's known for is catch me outside. How about that? Girl. 
Now, you in danger, girl. I will say that <laughs> she could have done like a hold door kind of thing. Like every question she could have. <laughs> see, listen, every time she could have been like, catch me outside. How about that? You know, survey says, catch me outside. How about that? Catch me outside. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Cause how you're about you do just that, not Because do her. that is all. But no, if you're going to do that, that is all that girl is famous for. That's true. And so then, if that was what you was going to do, then do it to like a thing because at least you could be like, all right, I'm committed to this basic ass bitch. That's all she's known for. Cause she's not known for her rapping. She's not known for anything else. She's known for fighting. And right. you, she tried, but then you also start off with this squeaky voice like this. And then you went to, I was right. like, listen, Vangie girl. And, and miss, <laughs> miss Michelle Visage, she said, this is a cape and a bodysuit. Right. <laughs> And then, you know, she tried to give her it out. You saw she tried to give her out. She's like, is this just, are you just are you not listening or is this or? a brand? And then she didn't even answer that well because she should have been like, this is a brand. But wait, when uh, What's-His-Face said, so you are no Meryl Streep, honey. She said, who's that? <laughs> oh, my okay, God. Man. I'm like, Vanjie, girl. So Akira is Tiffany Haddish. Uh, she she looked. She did. She did look like Tiffany Haddish, but I felt like she should have had like a white dress on, like that white, one uh, white Alexander dress that she McQueen went, that she, she always yes. wears. So yeah, I mean, and she talked about the Groupon, but I mean, she should have. She should have been like. There was it's some a booty thought. To, yeah, there was some thought to that. Like she should have done, done the it's same thing. Hole, she yeah. should have been like it's a booty, booty hole. hole. Like there was some it's a thought booty to hole. it, and it you worked can't for her. You can't. You can't get no infection in your booty hole. It's just a booty hole. Right, I mean, yeah. so I, she didn't take that far enough. Yeah. So I, I had a couple of things. I it was cute. It was funny to me that they didn't read what Roger wrote on the wall. On the, on the, I, I so it must have been like super shady. Listen, it must have been like super shady and unnecessary. I gotta go back and watch the untuck on that because I want to see what the hell she wrote. Because mm. like, listen, I gotta tell right. you what she wrote. So I did appreciate that. Um, um, Vangie apologized. Oh, that was, listen. That was very adult of her. She was, was like, listen, was I am sorry. Because she, she got into that ass. I don't even really watch it. Oh my God, the untucked. She was like, all the man in Vangie, all that, that half a can of man in Vangie came out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying half a can of man because she's short. I don't know nothing about Vangie mm-hmm. other than I think she's cute as a boy. However, but again, she was in, she, she, listen, she was in her shit. So, okay, so like, she yeah, apologized she, yeah, to she that and she out, apologized yeah. to everyone for having to sit through that. So I appreciated that. Now, I did shady appreci- ass, uh, sh- um, Silky. uh, Silky was like, and, and I get it. I get it on one hand because I, there's some people in my life that I know that would be like, bitch, fuck you. And the boat you came in on. Right. But the, the difference is they will tell you, I am not, nor will I ever speak to you ever again. So we will have no more conversation. They will say that to your face. Right. That's not, what Miss, I, uh, I, Silky did. I'm just over Silky altogether. So let's talk about the looks before we get to the lip sync. So I thought Akira's leopard. That was, was cute was as hell. Cute. Yes, it was cute. And listen, Akira. I, I've said this before about some minutes. about this, uh, some of these people mm-hmm. uh, that come onto the show. They look better in than they do out. And Akira yes. is definitely one of those that looks better in than out. And she she's does. Sharp as shit. Sharp as shit. So Vanjie swimsuit. I thought it looked good because you know I love a cape. You know I love it a was, cape. Yeah, it was cute. Nina's shape was a little better. Sugar's purple flamenco, everything. Yeah. Let me tell you, Brooklyn. This bitch, run, this when you know your performance sucks, you better give a sickening look 
and a sickening lip sync. And so let's she did. start with that look. Because she came out, I was like, okay, bitch, with the cape. Same fabric as as, as right. Angie's. You're right. With the cape and yep. then the and the, the afro wig. He whipped that shit off and had an entire other look underneath it. And, Ru- and Ru- 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 called it with all he the called way it in. Nomi Malone 2019. It was yes, everything. It was everything. I was like, and she's but she's a continental girl, a former continental girl. Yes. So I, I expect Nothing less than high standards. I have, my high standards are high for her. Evie's so. look was cute. I liked Evie's the, the yes. jumpsuit. I liked it. I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute too. Silky actually looked good. I thought Silky looked good. Plastics pantsuit. I mean, it wasn't terrible. Mm. And I said it wasn't terrible. I'm not saying it was good. So now let's get to the lip sync. The bottom two were Brooke and Evie. Now again. And they were the two worst in the snatch game. Because they were both horrible. Your performance is terrible. You better slay the hell out of that lip sync. And they were both giving you dips and twirls and falls and and bend over backwards contortions. And I completely agree with RuPaul's decision. This is the first time I'm like, Ru, I absolutely agree with you because at the it, it sold it for me with Evie. When she stood on her head and then she flipped up and, yes. and into, I said, Got "None it. of you bitches can go home. You both need to stay." And I was, right. I was, but so you know what I that means. Agreed with that. You know what that this means. This gonna be a double, a double elimination. elimination. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. So, right. So yeah. maybe they'll give it a silky and plastic. That is a, you know, that, again, thank you for that, Rue, because that was definitely what I needed. The recharge I needed for the show because it's gonna yes. keep me watching. So. And now I know all you bitches was talking about it because I didn't get to watch. Oh my it god! Until like Sunday <laughs> afternoon, everybody. That was, was like, so Did hard. Did you see it? And I was like, please don't talk about this. <laughs> Anyway, so, all right, so the BGKH show streams live on Wednesdays on www.voxwave.com from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern and 5 to 6 p.m. Pacific. Episodes are available on YouTube every Friday. Search for Vox Power 373 and look for the BGKH show of Dominion and Epic. Currently, we are able to host a studio audience, and if you can't be in our audience, you can call and chat with us live at 240-719-2560. One more again. 240-719-2560. 240-719-2560. Don't call now because the show's about to right, be over. We're about to be, be, cut be out. Cut yeah, cut be out. So, Epic, how can the people get in contact with you? So, they can find me on Facebook. You can catch me on Facebook at mm-hmm. Epic Onyx. Uh, you can also catch me on um, Instagram at uh, I am Epic Onyx. And you can also find me on Twitter at Epic Onyx One. How can they reach you, Dominion? At Dom Onyx on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash Dominion.onyx and www.domonyx.com. So I'm still looking for ideas for what I can do with BeastlyBurlyBlackBitch.com. Yeah. So uh, feel free to email me uh, at DominionOnyx at gmail.com or uh, at me on um, Instagram, uh, not Instagram, but Twitter or message me on Facebook. Yeah. So, thank you for coming out. Uh, we will, we should hopefully have some. Lovely, we will have some nice stories. Lovely for stories for so, yeah. uh, for Claw. Yeah, so, look forward to that Claw, next so. week. So, but uh, thank you all for coming out. Good God night. bless you and good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.